why I feel like product-based businesses struggle. Okay. And like a lot of businesses and retail businesses have closed. In this <laughs> day and age that we're in now, I don't see how someone can survive off less than times three. Times three, okay. So that would be buying for 10 and selling for, for 30. 30. Welcome back to another episode of the Black is the New Rich podcast. And today we got a very special guest. First of all, <laughs> I've been seeing her stuff everywhere because she has all these pretty ladies wearing her clothing. And I waited to tell her that. But you know what? I don't even want to keep talking. Can you please introduce yourself? <laughs> um, hello, everybody. I'm Samantha. I'm the owner of Shop 20 Inc. Um, yeah, that's pretty much that. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I've seen your stuff. How long have you been in business for? Um, I've been in business since 2018. Okay. Cause I've been seeing yeah. your stuff for a while, but I thought it was like, um, American company to be honest, Really? because oh, wow. it's, it's product, okay. it's for women, right? Yes. Okay. So like women's. I've seen all these pretty influencers <laughs> wearing your stuff. So I was like, I just assumed it was like a Fashion Nova or okay. like Sheen type of vibe because it's like high designs, right? That all yeah. these girls wear. Right. So yeah, tell me about, before we talk about what you're doing now, mm -hmm. um, tell me about the lead up to where Shop 20 Inc. is today. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Shop 20... <sighs> Wow. Okay. So shop 20 started as, you know, like everybody else as an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's a backstory. It depends on how far back you want to go. I'm going to go as far back. back. I'm going to go as far as back as you said, you know what? I'm going to start a clothing brand. Okay. So, um, I won't go too, too far because <laughs> okay. we'll be here forever, okay. but I'll go back to as far as, um, I was at the point, just like a lot of other people, I wanted to do an online store. Mm -hmm. That just made the most sense financially um, and for the resources I had. Mm -hmm. So I started an online store. I had some product um, that I had ordered in, mm -hmm. just a little bit, nothing crazy. Yeah. And I was at that time, I was working wholesale. I was working as um, a sales rep for an Australian evening wear brand. Oh, okay. Cool. And they were new to Canada. So their objective was to get their dresses into as many stores stores as possible. Yeah. So I was their first sales rep. So along the way, one of my clients who had a store in Scarborough Town Center, um, essentially he knew about what I was doing. He knew I had an online store. I think he was like, okay, I like her style. She should probably have some good stuff. <laughs> um, he was at a higher price point and I think he just needed a better flow. Mm -hmm. So we did like a consignment deal. Okay. And I was like, you know, your stuff's too expensive. You need, you need some cheaper stuff in here. Mm -hmm. So we did a deal and, um, small deal very tiny small deal <laughs> and um yeah i put my online inventory into his store okay. and i had priced it at twenty dollars oh wow i was like you need some cheaper stuff like oh. this is scarborough <laughs> <laughs> so um it did really well it did really well it flew and that was 20 what year that was i don't even know i'm gonna say this was gonna be like 20 2014 2015 okay, something so like that yeah and um, the deal didn't work out. The mm -hmm. consignment deal didn't work out because, you know, this person 
played me oh, and man. I didn't get my money for oh, the product. Oh, jeez. Um, but nonetheless, the $20 concept stuck in my head and how well it did stuck in my head. Okay. Um, so through so fast, that was the gem. That was the gem. Okay. That okay. was, he let, he gave me the platform to show me, you know, people want good stuff, but they don't want to pay too much for it. Mm. So three years later, um, coming to this concept, I'm working as a bridal consultant. So I'm selling wedding dresses and, the lady I worked for, she's she's iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she she was taking retail to another level in her own way, in her own terms. And I saw that and I was very inspired by it. And I um, just, you know, she's going to hate. If she sees it, she's going <laughs> to hate this one. On my downtime at work, I started working. I started planning at work. I, I planned business. this business at work. <laughs> on my downtime on the computer writing it down writing it out in a notebook and that's where shop 20 came from because i was like i'm gonna do this again but i'm gonna do my own store yeah and i'm gonna do 20 dollars items and um that was that's how the concept started that's where it first originated and um yeah when i first went to la to get the first batch of product okay Quickly got, I was quickly, you know, given a reality check that, okay, the $20 might not work. Uh-huh. So we did $20, 25 and $29. Okay. So that's how Shop 20 initially started in Bramalee. Okay. And everything was 20 25 and 29 Um, And then eventually just, you know, through, you know, with experience and inflation, mm-hmm. um, we had to keep raising the prices. Due so, to inflation, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So we introduced the exclusives and the exclusives were $39. Uh, and I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, and then eventually we continued the exclusives and then we added $49.59. Okay. And we were 59 and under, but main focus was still 20 to 29. Yeah. And then now we're at the point where we're at now where, you know, we're at 79 and under. Okay. Still have the 20, 25, and 29, but we've added 35, 39, 45, 49, 55, 59, up to $79. Makes sense. So we're there. We're staying there Mm -hmm. because, you know, as you test it, you see what what price point people are like, no. mm -mm." Too much. And this is supposed to, it's a quick buy, right? So 79 was where... I think the quick buy ends. I think uh, once it's 89, it's like, yeah, oh, that's that's a hundred. That's yeah, over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah, yeah. Quick buy, 79 and under, good quality. Um, so that's where the price point came from. And okay. that's where it is now. Cause some people who know us from Bramalee, which was our first location, yeah. they're like, they kept going up and up and up because they would know the 20, 25, yes. 29, but um, it's just natural. It's necessary. Inflation, things keep growing. Things, things keep getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of price point, that was the flow. In terms of location, we've been in. We started at Bramalee. Yep. Went into Pickering shortly after. Yeah. Then went into Oshawa. Yeah. Then Scarborough Town Center now though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got Scarborough Town Center. So we had, and then we closed Bramalee and had Pickering, Oshawa, Scarborough Town, and then made the decision to swap out Pickering for Sherway Gardens. Oh, sick. And, and then did Hamilton. So at one point we had four locations. uh, Running at one point. At one time. Yeah. Yeah. So that was crazy. Um, 
you know, and then made the decision to close down Sherway and Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And now we're with Scarborough and Oshawa. Okay, amazing. So it's it's been yeah, you've a, been moving. It's yeah. been a lot of puzzle yeah. puzzle pieces and yeah. Tetris um to get things right, but it's necessary just okay. you know, to get that perfect combo. You gotta uh, try shift things and try things, yeah. So oh. that's I'd say Started. how yeah and oh. how it's gotten to where it is now okay so yeah. i want to i'm going to come back to your price points um, okay because i think that's important but i want to talk about your design process because from the i don't really know much about women's clothing okay but from when i seen it looked like it was like high designs but like affordable pricing yes what is the um, I would say the method towards that. Are you designing your clothes? Are you getting them designed? How does that work? Yeah. Um, no, I don't design. A lot of people ask that. They think I design. I'm like, <laughs> no, um, but they probably just don't know. So the business of fashion, and yes. if, I don't know if like people would know the business of fashion is its own course in school. Oh, okay. And then fashion design is the totally different, different thing. So okay. that's the creative aspect of when you have a designer, that's someone who's creative. Okay. Um, that's the creative aspect of, of fashion. I am into the business aspect of fashion. Okay. So that is seeing something or being able to identify something that I can buy for $10 and selling it for, and selling it for 30, 40 to $50. Okay. So I'm into that side. So I, okay. I buy things wholesale from different brands, mm -hmm. put collections together and present them that way to sell them for the maximum. Profit. Okay. So how do you go about finding designers then for your company? Um, so this is gems I'm dropping. That's okay. <laughs> that's um, why we're here. <laughs> so a lot of people think it's like China. Like, you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you if it's Alibaba, to be no, honest. Really? Okay, no. Okay, so let us know. <laughs> um, okay, so I disconnected from China a long time ago. I had a lot of experience with China. I dealt with China a lot yeah. in my younger days when I was doing a lot of my research and designing because before I was a designer. So I was designing my own oh, pieces. Oh, so you know that side as yeah. well. Okay. I was creating and designing. Now I'm I'm into the business side of it, the retail aspect of it. Yeah. Um China, there's a lot of cons for me with China. Mm -hmm. The language barrier, the timing is all is different. Yeah, yeah. The timing's a lot. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's very different. Um, quality control is a big thing. Yeah. Sizing is a big thing. We're in the Western world there, you they're know, smaller. and yeah. Um, so between those four big cons, mm. I was like, China's not for me. And I wanted to, one thing that I, I said is I never wanted to get into a situation where I was lacking traffic. So oh. this is where I'm always, our locations are always in a mall. Oh, so traffic okay. is 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 was not ever supposed to be a thing because I've seen traffic drive people crazy. Yeah. The lack of traffic. Yeah. Being in a plaza, being where you have to drive your own traffic 100%, mm -hmm. it's hard. Okay. It's the hardest thing. So <clears throat> I avoided that by being in high traffic places. Okay. So that was already just a easier thing for me. Um but I get my product from LA. Oh, wow. Okay. Dang. <laughs> That's LA. a big gem. <laughs> big gem. So I get my product from LA. There is, for anybody wanting to start 
um, or, you know, do retail. There is a, an amazing, a huge, the world's biggest fashion district in Los Angeles, in downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And all of the fast fashion wholesalers of the world from China, from Vietnam, from Mexico, all over, they put their product, they position their product in those vendors with those vendors and those wholesalers so imagine like downtown like a couple blocks of mm-hmm. just wholesalers so it's really? like you're shopping in la it's wholesale yeah and they are, are those prices competitive with the alibaba ones absolutely oh, absolutely geez. it's because the thing with china and alibaba they want you to make a hundred of one item yes we don't have time for that yeah <laughs> we don't have time for that we need exclusivity we need um quick turnaround it's just you know things are moving too fast for that so you can get lower mock-ups from los angeles yes yes so if Jeez. you go to this fashion district wow. i don't know if i could give the address <laughs> i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it if you I type up it. los angeles fashion district you'll find it okay and you can find women's you can find men's you can find accessories you can find bridal you can find everything it's wow it's, it's, it's incredible and people including myself we travel yeah. from wherever yeah. to go to um to to buy from there and um thank god there is online platforms as well mm-hmm. that connect you with to all that? of these vendors okay. in one place um to be able to do it online as well. So you okay. can do it online, you can shop online, or you can go and uh-huh. touch and that's feel what you and did. meet. You yes, went. that's what I did initially, yeah. Um, is I went and and met with the vendors. And it's a lot of it's like hundreds of different vendors. So really? I when would you never go, know this. people think Jeez. like it's one place. It's like, no, when we get our collection, this yeah. collection came from like 30 different vendors that we've like handpicked different stuff from. Wow. Yeah. And when you go, like you're a shopper to them. This is wholesale land. Yeah. So you're a shopper to them. Okay. It's not like, I mean, in some cases, depending if you have enough power, if you not have enough buying power, they'll sit down with you and they'll you know what do you need what do you want do you want to create something but for the most part they come in they say hi they greet you like you're in a store Mm -hmm. and you look around and you say i want want. one pack of that one pack of that one pack of that yeah and they'll and then you guys will organize how it's going to be delivered and shipped to you so oh sorry yeah not to cut you off but Mm -hmm. when you get your um your pieces then do you get them designed after like let's say i wanted to let's say i wanted a hoodie they're gonna screen print it and do everything for me no. So this is this is fast fashion. Okay, fast so, fashion yeah, so what is, is that? Fast. Yeah, so what does that mean? So Break that down. I go into the this person's store. Yeah. I say, I like that dress. Okay. I want a pack of that dress for and the pack is gonna come in six. Okay. So two smalls, two mediums, two larges. Okay. Again, another gem. Um, <laughs> so you can really go down there and buy six of something. Mm. right but they won't sell you anything less than that okay and they're very like if you're gonna go down there and you're not buying things or you're not buying wholesale they're not even gonna be they're just not gonna deal with you they're not gonna help you and they they still vet you before you come in Mm. so because you know i'm a black woman they're like oh she's probably just looking for some deals probably just want random (laughs) things i get that all the time but Um, until I start saying, I want one of this, one of this, one of this. And they're like, whoa, okay. who is this person? <laughs> but um, yeah, they'll definitely vet you. So if you're not there to buy, I mean, you can look, but yeah. 
um, they won't take you serious because uh, they're in there to sell packs of okay. things, not one or two. So, for for example, <clears throat> like I'll be looking for, I'm looking for a certain type of blank hoodie. Is that the place I would go to to look for yes. that? Yes. Yeah. You would go and you would get that hoodie and you're going to get it for a good price. And I'm going to go get that then designed. Then you would, the design process is different. Oh, yeah. Some of those manufacturers you can connect with and they will design for you. But okay. they'll still again want usually a hundred pieces or whatever oh, the case okay. is. So this is like just the buying process. This okay. is not designing. This okay. is the buying process. So you go, you get that hoodie. Yeah. You buy it. The beauty is you're buying it in whatever colors and the sizes for the right price. Okay. That's the point of this is okay. that you can go to LA instead of going to China and you can get these things for cheaper and you don't have to buy so many. Uh, so if you wanted a hoodie, you could literally go and buy six. Okay. Um, and get the premium price. And get a good price for it. Yeah, wholesale premium price. I'm here on Alibaba stressing. No. I'm waiting up to like 10 p.m. because it's there 10 a.m. Stop it. No, no, no Alibaba. L.A. Okay, L.A. L.A. And yeah, I'm going to replay LA this episode. L.A. Fashion District okay, is where people need to be. And I'm, I'm going to say this because there's so many different vendors and so much different product that... Everyone's going to put their their, their stuff together differently. Yeah. Like you mean you could go buying the same things and our collections would look totally different because okay. there's just so many options. Okay. But there's men's options as well. Okay. Amazing. So that's also where the men wholesalers are. Um, yeah. You could get a, a hoodie for- Track suits. You could get a track suit for maybe $10 US. Oh, geez. You could get a hoodie for- Pretty cheap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Pretty cheap. Okay. So. Say less. Yeah. So I want to talk about numbers, right? Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, for example, like when you are um, selling your product, like how much, what is the percentage going back into the business? How are you paying yourself and those type of things? Um, okay. Money, <laughs> the money. Okay. Um, so this has been a process okay. because at first, when you start, it's like, okay, get your foot in the door. So I wasn't greedy like that. Mm -hmm. I was, so at first, my margins were a times two margin. Okay. So if that means if there's 10, you sold them for? 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. So that was, you know, it, it was okay. We were making money. But when you think about it, if you buy something for $10 and you sell it, that $10 has to go back into the item and it, you only have $10 to pay everything else okay so this is why i feel like product-based businesses struggle okay. and like a lot of businesses and retail businesses have closed because your margin has to be up there okay. it has to be higher okay so that if you buy for 10 mm -hmm. what's a safe number honestly in this in, in this, this world, age, in this day and age that we're in 2023 now, yeah <laughs> in this day and age that we're in now, I don't see how someone can survive off less than times three. Times three. Okay. So that would be buying for 10 and selling for, for 30. 30. Okay. And so we've had to make that adjustment. And and my margin is higher than yeah, three. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it, and it has to be because then I have, you know, we have brick and mortars. Yes. And brick and mortars yeah. are expensive. Yeah. They're powerful, but they're expensive. Yeah. So... In order to cover the cost of rent, yeah. payroll, yeah. and all the other stuff that comes with having a brick and mortar, just small things, bags, mm -hmm. supplies, mannequins, mm -hmm. little things like that. Yeah, I'm going to say 
maybe times five. Oh, times five is awesome. Oh, okay. If you can get times five, you're good. And and <laughs> um, places like the the big boys that you see that are in the mall sitting comfortably. Yeah. Such as, uh, hopefully I don't get in trouble for this, Bath and Body. Yeah. Like, I look at the, like, I idolize those guys. Because I can only imagine what, the how, price what their up. margins are. Yeah. You know, like, off, you know, they're probably paying, like, Cents, 50 cents a dollar or something and selling them. it for 10 20 like so like you know you have players that have amazing amazing margins and i think that that's the point is yeah, to be I, able to build a brand that you <sighs> can or just build something that you can or a product that you can sell for the highest margin possible really yeah. um but i try to be fair and i've i've learned that not being greedy ha has the off. blessings keep coming back. You I know, agree. It, I agree. they return. So I'm not greedy. Okay. I'm not greedy. I'm fair. Okay. I'm fair. So anything that I, if I wouldn't buy it for that price, I don't charge that price. I okay. charge whatever I would buy it for or, you know, our staff or our management team or whatever, like whatever we would buy it for. And we cheap. I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm saying I'm cheap. Yeah. So whatever I would buy it for is what I'll charge for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I won't go too crazy above that. I don't want to see someone buy something or have to buy something because they need it and be disappointed with the price. Mm, the point is supposed true. to be, I like it. It's my size. It yeah. fits. I'm buying it. It's okay. a, it's a, it's a quick purchase. Okay. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, um, your influencer strategy because around the city, I've seen all the girls wear your stuff. Really? Post your, uh, yeah. I've been noticing. Wow. Cause I keep, I, I've, I keep, well, I used to be a photographer, right? Oh, okay. So, and I did nude photography, but I shot a lot of women. So, I would know yeah nude oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> okay. yeah so I shot a lot of women before so I okay. would notice like they post their clothing and they would always tag you yes so yeah. that's how I like your your company's name has like it's familiar to right me. right so what is your influencer strategy are you paying are you reaching out are you giving free merch what's going on a little bit of both um so in terms of influencers, okay, so <laughs> more gems. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my That's god, I don't talk about these things. <laughs> I am not I'm I okay, so in this day and age, yeah. I consider myself to be kind of old school. Like I feel like I was born in the 90s. Mm -hmm. So I'm not fully new school. Yeah. And I still caught a lot of like the 80s and the, you know, so for me, I don't believe, like, I believe in it and I see the power of the influencer. Okay. But a lot of these influencers are cap. Um, a lot of them. Like a their lot analytics of them, are cap or their influence the is actual, cap? Their actual results and their actual influence is cap. Okay. A lot of these influencers are not they don't have the influence that they think they do or okay. they don't have the influence that they're charging you for. Uh, so imagine if you're paying a thousand dollars for someone. In my head, it's you know, I'm a businesswoman. So if I pay a thousand dollars for you, you need to generate two thousand dollars of sales fair, for me. Fair. Um in some way. And maybe I'll discount the branding or yeah. the the content that I'm getting or whatever, but you still need to generate a good amount of you want money, a, a, return a return. On your, yeah, on your investment. Yeah. And a lot of these influencers 
will not do that for you. You're mm-hmm. getting, you'll get the content and you'll maybe get the, ooh, did you see that person? And But so, so. you won't actually get the bottom line return. Um, Could I play God's advocate for a second? Okay. Okay. So because you sell women's products, yes, right? Yeah. And just because I the photography background, I kind of know how their social media works, right? Yeah. So a lot of them, these pretty girls, they're probably uh, predominantly men following. Could that be hurting as well? Uh-huh. You <laughs> <said>. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Um, a lot of these influencers, their following is majority men. Exactly. So it's like for fashion, it doesn't it doesn't really help or it doesn't benefit. Again, it's a pretty girl in your clothing, great, and it's content for you to use, Mm -hmm. but as on a return, no. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you hit that right there. (laughs) That's one of the main things. Okay. Um, So what we do is, first of all, we have a brand ambassador program. Okay. Um, And basically what that program is, is every month, if you're an ambassador and for us, we, we obviously know there's micro ambassadors that are just, there's micro influencers that have 2000, 3000, 4,000 followers. Um, and then there is ambassadors or influencers that have 10,000, hundred thousand, yeah. whatever the case is. So our program focused on the micro ambassadors. Okay. And so we went after people who had a following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything crazy. Okay. Why is that? Um, because we wanted reality. Like we wanted reality. (laughs) We want like, you know, the girl that is beautiful that you look up to that you'll see on it every day or you'll Mm. see on Instagram. Because that's our customer. Yeah, like our customer is that everyday woman and that everyday person. So walking through the mall, coming into the store, right? So um we feel like those influencers have a reach as well if we had a good combo of them yeah so and they do Mm -hmm. um so our ambassador program is you know you get free product every month okay um and the stipulation is you need to take a good quality picture how many um so it depends on the person and their influence okay um some people will get one item yeah some people will give them a couple outfits okay um so it just depends on the person everybody's different. so every drop they get something or every Every month month. every month every month okay you're getting something so this is free clothes like why not yeah um and then you're just to take a good picture in it and tag us okay and then so you're posting it of course Mm -hmm. we're gonna post it so we have content yeah you're following us seeing it our following is seeing it so the exposure is that way okay. so we were basically building a pretty good list of ambassadors yeah um and, th- and that's pretty much what fashion nova and all of those bigger companies do as well just obviously on a bigger scale and they're yes you know probably paying and giving more products and stuff like that but we had an ambassador program and then obviously we need models for our shoots yeah. so that was a thing as well the models are always connected um and so they would get free pieces. We give yeah. them free pieces. Oh. They're part of our community. So okay. they get free pieces. They promote willingly and stuff like that as well. So it was really just, I'd say, the combination of customers, yeah. um, our brand ambassador program, and then just, you know, the models that we use, just supporting the brand and, like, being a part of the community. Okay. Um, but, yeah, and we haven't done any, like, macro influencers yeah. because... 
I don't know if you've seen the price list these days. Yeah, it's I know. Crazy. It's crazy. No, it is crazy. And I just really, and I mean, there are some, there are some that I can't afford. The yeah. ones I want, I can't afford. Yeah. Um, those are the ones I feel that would give me the, the return on investment. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I do feel like a lot of, uh, the ones under that, but the, even the hundred thousands have a lot of men following. Yeah. And it's not really like women empowerment. True. Yeah. Following. There's a few good, true influencers, mm-hmm. um, that I would love, but again, they're usually busy with their own lines brands. or brands and stuff like that. Or the price tag is, you know, you just can't afford it. And okay. if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So I would okay. say that. So what's the frequency of how, um, how much you drop collections? Like how, like what's the time space in between? Um, so we're fast fashion. So yeah. collections, not so much, not really collections. Oh, okay. They're like weekly drops. So oh, we really? typically drop every week. Yeah, you know the, t- the tension span of <laughs> yeah. of this generation yeah. is like this small. So, yeah. um, if we have product for two weeks, yeah. and we don't get new stuff, you have people coming in like, "What's going on? I don't see anything. Is there anything new coming? It's yeah. like it hasn't <laughs> even been two weeks Jeez. yet. Yeah, so we're on a one week schedule." Interesting. And that's brick and mortar. Because you have to remember, I started the opposite way. Yeah. I started brick and mortar first, still building and working on our Mm. line. Our online is nowhere where I want it to be, but we did it the reverse way. Okay. So you would, if you were to give uh, a suggestion, you would start online first? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because for me... Um, brick and mortar is the bigger investment. It's a bigger yes. investment, but the return is huge. Okay, because of the yeah, traffic. Because of the traffic. And it's it's organic traffic. It's organic traffic. Uh, and it's traffic every day. People go to the mall every day. Um, that's where people go. Like either you online shop or you gotta go to the mall and yeah. try to find what you're looking for. So yeah, I would say I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. But I do wonder that a lot of people don't do brick and mortar. So I wonder, is it because of the investment that's required? Is mm-hmm. it, it's a tough, it's a hard investment. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think online is just the easier route. It's the cheaper route, technically. J- just by guessing, I think. But it's more saturated. Yeah, I, I think brick and mortar makes more sense for brands like yours, fast fashion. Yeah. Other than, let's say, Black is the New Rich, that's just solely like a brand that's more geared towards something different. Yeah. I feel like those fast fashion brands yeah. can benefit off the brick and mortar. Yeah, that's to, true too. That's what I, that's my random It guess. depends. Yeah, I think it depends on what you're doing. Uh, sometimes online is the way to go because, yeah. you know, we have brands like Fashion Nova and Pretty Little Thing and yeah. Shein and all those brands that are making racks. Oh my God. <laughs> Millions yeah. online. And when you can do online and make that kind of money and have that kind of following, you cut out all the, well, not all, um, because doing online is actually very expensive these days because yeah. there's just so much competition. Yeah. You have to do so much marketing. There's so much involved. And you have to have more, in my opinion, than uh, your product. You have to actually have a brand yeah. with the message, yeah. with the storyline. Online's hard. Yeah, not- Online's really hard. And I think a lot of people would know this and can I can identify with that because it's, it's like 
it's hard for it to take off. Yeah. And when it takes off, like I don't feel like our online has taken off yet. Okay. Um, but when it does take off, I feel like you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, and it clicks, and it just kind of clicks. But it's hard. Mm. It's tough, and it's 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 expensive. It's more expensive than it was before. Yeah. So so do, so do you think with the fast, uh, sorry, fast fashion yeah. that it's going to take those uh, big influencers to push that? Yeah. Then that's what it's probably because that's yeah. what I'm thinking too. Because I'm thinking. Um, with Fashion Nova, maybe they've had a couple big influencers to yeah, push their narrative. Absolutely. Um, I think for online, I think there's like, for us, there's like the physical store and yeah. then there's the digital world, right? Uh, and so we are working on our digital presence, presence right now. Yes, 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 yes. We want our digital presence to mimic the the experience that people get in store. Because uh, in store, you get great customer service. Yeah. There's tons of product. But you can try, feel it, whatever the case is. But there's selection um, and there's all of that that experience that you get. Online, we're trying to do the same. So we're trying to get all of our product. Remember, I'm the reverse. So yes. I'm trying to get all the product in the store online and okay. some influencers yes, and yes, okay. this and that. So there's different pieces that I feel that need to be done online to make it work okay but online is harder okay makes sense online is harder to me than brick and mortar online is harder but i mean maybe not maybe i'm just saying that because me as a person i'm a brick and mortar person and you figure that out yeah 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 yeah. you know and it works for you it works for me i was in retail so i know retail i was in wholesale so i know front and back all different levels so and I put the I made that big investment into the brick and mortar. True. So I, I say that and maybe I just need to make that big investment online. Uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think online is hard. I think online is super tough. It's very um it's a challenging so space. It's very saturated, it's very competitive. Um yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, that's definitely so how far in advance do you have inventory? Like, for example, like it's the winter now. So do you have already your summer stuff ready uh, to go when that time mm-hmm. comes? Or you're just ordering, boom, it gets here. We're good. Yeah, no, I, we do things so different. Like, <laughs> yeah, please. Shot 20 does things so just different from the cookie cutter. I, okay. I tell like all of our staff and like everything, like we are not cookie cutter. We are the new kids on the block. Yeah. We're creating our own Narrative. program. We're in our own lane. Yeah. Um, We are super on season. Okay. And we're like, we're very current. Okay. So next week's product is bought the week prior. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And now you're buying online. Like you're, you have your Um, vendors. I do. I do combo of both. So So, I go to LA sometimes. Frequent trips. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Right now I'm going to LA every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fly time. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's worth it. And then. Yeah, so I do online okay. and I do I do LA. But the thing with online is you don't gotta go. You don't have to pay for the flight. You don't have to pay for your hotel and yeah. all of that. So you save that money. Okay. Um, Are you going empty suitcase? By the way. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Um, 
I'm actually going no suitcases yeah. and bringing back boxes. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. And I feel like business these days, um, you just got to do what you got to do. Like, the, like just sticking to the normal narrative is not going to cut it yeah. these days. that's someone else's success. Yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. that someone else's success. You can know the exact same steps, but it might not work for you. No, yeah. Opinion. I feel like the successful businesses right now are the ones that are literally creating their own program yeah. in whatever way that may be. So yeah. for me right now, based off the shipping world and the shipping game, the game of logistics, <coughs> sometimes I bring back boxes. Yeah. Like I'll take nine boxes on the plane with me. Oh, geez. Yeah. And pay that extra fee. And I'll or whatever. pay that fee. And it's half the fee that I would have paid UPS. Oh. And I got it in a day. Oh, right. And it's, so it's that's coming the, back with that's me. That's the pro to it. Yeah. So. And like, I'm saving money, right? And, and that's including the flight and everything. Yeah. Like I sometimes like the flights, the accommodations, the Ubers, wherever I need to go. Yeah. And the, the baggage fee, when you add that up and then you add up what UPS is charging to move these boxes, it's cheaper. Oh. When it's cheaper is when I go. Okay. And when it's not is when, when I'll go online. do online. And yeah. what different, like, how do you know when that is? Um, okay, so when I go online, there's obviously a middleman, right? Yes. There's a website that's the middleman, and yeah. they eat from you, yeah. and they eat from the vendor, uh, right? When you go to LA, this is it's you like and the vendor, me and Joe, like Joe, fifteen dollars. <laughs> I'm like Joe, twelve. Yeah, and so right there, I save three dollars off each item. Yeah, you know, three times six, and is you're 18. always negotiating. Yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. So when I go to LA, I get more product. Like when I physically go, like if I, let's say if I, if I'm doing it online, I'll get six boxes come okay. in with like $10,000. Yeah. If I go to LA, I'll get 10 boxes. Jeez. So it, it, it's kind of become addicting to, to getting just, just those go. extra yeah, boxes that's money. for that same money. Yeah. Even though it's annoying. Like I, people are like, oh, you go to LA? It's like, yeah, I sit I'm on tired. the five hour, hour flight yeah. by myself and I'm in a hotel room by myself. And <laughs> yeah, I get up early and walk around and then dead tired after the whole day. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a job. It's a job. It's not, it's not fun, but I mean, it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's rewarding. It's cool. And then when you come back and you open the boxes and you put them all in the store and you see everything, you're like, Wow, I wow. did this. <laughs> like, mission okay. complete. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think you just have to be innovative. Mm -hmm. These days, like the normal uh, 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 do this, do this, it's not going to work. Okay. You got to be innovative. Because okay. if I was shipping with UPS or shipping with Pure Later or whatever the case is and paying those monies, maybe I would have been out of business. Maybe I wouldn't have been able to afford because it gets expensive. Yeah. Like, especially when you're shipping heavy boxes yeah, and a lot and of them. it gets expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. And I think that some of my and competitors have gone out of business because, because of, that. of that. Because of the and logistics. duty-free tax. Yeah, where we live in Canada, everything that comes in it's here taxable. gets taxed. Yeah. Like, everything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, nothing slips through the cracks. And if you, they do, you're lucky. So... Even just that alone to the duties and stuff okay. is a lot. Okay. So yeah, you gotta be innovative. I've just been creative. So me going to LA, bringing boxes back, oh, geez. and lifting up those boxes and bringing them back and putting them on the plane and like luggages and all of that. That's just what I've had to do to like stay in the game, yeah. literally. Yeah, so yeah. 
yeah it's Jeez, just, that's what it takes okay so yeah. what are some of the challenges that you're seeing with brick and mortar because obviously the pandemic hit a lot of businesses and i know that that was probably challenging for you as well yeah and so what i'm like i'm just wondering like it like we talked about it a little bit earlier but brick and mortar, you still believe in it but what are the challenges that you're facing right now um yeah like shop 20 was we, we we opened in 2018 so mm-hmm. if you think about it like shop 20 is like a covid business like, oh, true, yeah true, yeah true, true. we're a COVID business. year and then went right into COVID. yeah like half of our business half the time we've been in business we, is covid so that to me was actually a blessing because i couldn't imagine being an established business and then having to make this adjustment uh, that's yeah i think that yeah. that's why a lot of businesses have closed yeah um the mall's closing yeah. and literally having to shift online was a big thing for us. Yeah. Um, the mall is closing and still having to pay rent yes. was a big thing. So you had to pay the rent the whole time yeah. or was it subsidized? Or- no, I mean, I mean, yes. So the government was helping. Yeah. Like we did get government assistance in that sense. Yeah. Um, but 60%. So like the 40% still has to come from somewhere yeah. and you're not open. Yeah. So it was tough. So you relied on your online sales to cover that, I'm guessing. Um, yes, pretty mm. much for the most part. And then to be honest, like when, when COVID ended, we had a a lot we uh, like shop 20 is in a lot of debt okay um just like being completely honest with you because of covid and still in a lot of debt because there's all these you know it's like at the time you're like yeah i can get that i can get that i can get that you have to pay all this back yeah so these are things that we're paying back now that like we've taken a lot of different assistances that we needed to just survive Survive during that that time that now it's like that money's gone. It's done, spent. Yeah, geez. and we gotta and pay, to pay it back. back. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay it Was back. It, is that with interest as well? Um, well, a lot of with the government stuff and the you know the C buzz and stuff. A lot of it is like low interest, so that's the good thing. Mm-hmm. But you still have to pay that money back. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that was the struggle. Um. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. But you see, for me, <laughs> I'm a little different in that way. So for me, as a businesswoman, I'm like, this is when I opened Sherway and Hamilton. I opened it during COVID. Okay, why? So well, I, what was the thought process towards that? Because I feel like you can... You can you can make the decision to either be on defense or offense. Uh, and so for me, I was like, I'm going to be on offense. Okay. This is when I could get a good deal. Oh yeah. This true. is when exactly. like, you know, nobody's going in the malls right now. Like making negotiating rent prices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of where my thought process lied during COVID. Okay. And so we expanded during COVID. Oh geez. Um, and like, you know, those are the two locations that we did. Now those two locations are closed. Yeah. Um, definitely great learning experiences i wouldn't take it back um but yeah i was expanding during covid i was on offense Jeez. for sure that's <laughs> definitely <laughs> on offense um didn't want to just sit back and just yeah. let covid beat me you know so, so in 2020 hindsight now looking back how do you feel about those moves um okay so <sighs> um okay so I went through an experience where, so all of the deals I did, so Bramalee, Pickering, and not me, this is um, O'Neill, who does our our business development. He's the one who negotiates all of our deals. Okay. Shout out O'Neill. He, okay, so 
Bramalee, Pickering, Oshawa, Scarborough, all great deals. Got great rents. Yeah. Great. When it came to Sherway and Hamilton, which is like Cadillac Fairview, this was my first experience. I'm going to say, hope I don't get in trouble. Hopefully, like too many people don't see this. But (laughs) um, that was our first experience of, I'm going to say, like racism? No, like corporate mafia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Is is what I'm going to say. I think they picked like obviously we're a, we're a young small business. Mm-hmm. I think that they picked up on the excitement. I think they picked up on the lack of knowledge that we may have, yeah, have had or not have had, and they use it and they you. capitalized on it mm-hmm. and they got us to they got us to sign a deal that was too expensive okay. and was too high. Yeah. But with the excitement and the, oh my God, more locations, more, yeah. grow, 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 mm, grow. They capitalize on their emotion. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think they did that. And I mean, hey, they can only capitalize if we let them. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you have for people to um, not make an emotional deci- decision and so they can do their due, due diligence so that wouldn't happen to them? Yeah. It's tough because- I wouldn't have known until I actually experienced mm. it. So it's hard to say. Yeah, like true. I wouldn't have known it was a bad decision. And even to this day, it would have looked like a good decision. Yeah. Um, if I didn't experience it to know the specifics as to why this doesn't work and why this doesn't work. Um, what advice would I give? Because experience is a thing for me. Like the I best teacher, to be honest. Yeah, and I wouldn't take those things. Like I wouldn't take either of those stores back. It actually shaped the business plan to what it is now. Okay. Um, and it taught me what not to do, what exactly we need to do as a business, and who exactly our customer is, and okay. where we need to be. Okay. But I'm just going to say, don't be too excited and don't, you can't make decisions with emotions. Although, to be honest, these decisions were made by multiple people. Like we have a management team um, of multiple people. I never, I'm not the person to like. Make all the decisions. Oh, no, no, no. I'm the most indecisive person ever. So, I mean, there is a team of us. Can you talk to me about your team? Like what, what does it consist of? Like the CEO, like how does it, what's the structure? So I have a, there is a team, um, there's O'Neill. So O'Neill is, um, he's the chief of marketing and he's business development. Okay. Um, you have Gia, she's HR. Okay. Um, Gia has been with the business for, since the beginning. Okay. So she's, she, you see this at all. She's a businesswoman as well herself. Um, genius in retail. Um, you have Natasha, who is also an area manager, and then we have Cassandra. She's an area manager as well. Okay. Um, and area managers are more of the sales and operations end as well. So they okay. are like the ones on the floor running. Okay. But they're bringing it to the back end. Okay. To, to relay that message and like from that standpoint. Okay. Um. So, you know, there's a team of people that make your collective decision. Yeah. And so usually we vote. Okay. Right. And I think 
my biggest mistake was the fact that that it wasn't an anonymous. Mm. I should have said no. Mm. The fact that we had Gia, who she's more conservative. I'm yeah. a, I'm ambitious. I'm yeah, that, dangerously that's me. ambitious. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. And um, Gia is very conservative. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, you're a downer. You're all. You're a downer. <laughs> yeah. You're too conservative, yeah. and we're never gonna win and be and build this big empire with this mentality. But you have to be conservative sometimes, mm-hmm. and so. I think, you know, the fact that there was those reservations about the price of the rent. Yeah. Um, we should have the, looked was, into it. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. Looked into it more, but just said no, to okay. be honest, okay. just for the fact that there was reservations. Yes. Everyone should have been anonymously mm-hmm. like, yes. Yeah. And okay. so that's what I learned. Like, yeah, with that, for sure. Like okay. the team, if it's a go and it's the right move, everybody will see it as yeah. the right move. And okay. if it's not, or there's holes in it, someone's going to see the holes. Mm. It may just be one person, but, but they see it. they're going to see it. So definitely that. I never make the decisions by myself. That'd be so one-sided. Yeah. That would be so crazy. No, no, there's so, definitely a team. So what advice would you have for people that are looking for the, looking to get into brick and mortar? Like what sort of things should they be looking for? How they, sh- who should they be contacting? How does that kind of work? Yeah, brick and mortar is amazing. Again, it, no, it's amazing because again, like these malls, they get this traffic, yeah, right, and your demographic is there. Wait, so I gotta ask a question. It 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 doesn't matter which mall you go to because you have to know the demographic of that mall specifically. Yes. Yeah, you have to do your research on okay. the mall for sure. That's important. Yeah, you have to do your research and know the mall is 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 the right. It's the right mall. And that's something I've learned with experience. So for sure, do your research on the how much traffic the mall gets, where it's located, who their demographic is, Mm. what their um, sales per square foot is, because then you can understand, does the customer have money? Is it a higher end customer? Is it a lower end customer? You Mm. can all understand all of that. That's how you do your price points and all that. Right, right. That's how you understand if your store is right for this mall or not. Uh So for example, with Sherway, um, you know, we looked at Sherway and Sherway. I feel like it's more on the expensive side, no? Yes. So their square dollar per square foot is high. Yeah. It's over a thousand dollars, which is so high. (laughs) And, um, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, okay. They're not as busy, but they, the customer spends, a lot there. Yeah. So we're going to get higher transactions to compensate for the lack of, of traffic. True. Sherway, when it came down to it, Sherway is dead Monday to Friday. Yeah. Monday to Thursday. I've never let me seen say. Sherway packed. I'm ever. like, oh my God. I, you would <laughs> never think because it's Sherway. Yeah. And I was excited. It's Sherway. Sherway is slow Monday to Thursday. That was killing us. Yeah. So on the weekends, great. But there's four other, five other days in the week. Yeah. So that was something that really, I mean, I guess more research could have could have okay. pinpointed in that. But again, it's something that we had to experience to see. And then we also us. didn't have enough traffic. So it also let us know, like, you know, the malls that we're going to go in, it has to be at a certain traffic level. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going for, you know, for brick and mortar to answer your question, um, You'll be surprised. There's a lot of malls that have these programs that will allow new businesses to 
come in as a temp tenant and test out the market. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really so that's good. how we got in. We got in through a program with Bramley. Okay. I, I don't know if Bramley City Center still has that program, but that's how we got in. What, and what's the sorry time frame for the temp temporary? Um, it depends. Three months, six months. Okay. A year is usually like the average. Okay. Um, six months is also a thing too. Yeah. And you can do a pop-up shop and you mm -hmm. can do, or you can, or you can just have like a one year lease with them and you can test it out and they'll give you that space for half the price that it normally would be for you to test it out. And for them, it works because their space is occupied and they're getting something from uh, it. They may not be getting the full price, but they're, but getting, they're getting something. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, it's it's as simple as looking up who the specialty leasing manager is for that mall. You need to find that information and then you contact them. And it's <laughs> kind of really that simple. And then they'll they'll let you know all the information that they need. They're going to want to plan um, and sometimes they want to plan a business plan. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a business plan. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, but luckily for me, Bramalee just wanted some photos of what I was going to be selling and mm -hmm. like an idea of what it was. Mm -hmm. Thank God for me, the specialty manager in Bramalee, she was young and she got it. She understood my vision and she gave me the opportunity okay, to, wow. to, to come in and do it. Wow. Um, but it was manageable. It was a small space. It mm -hmm. was manageable. The rent was okay. It was about maybe like. Four thousand well, dollars. That's not that bad. Yeah, like mm, that's, that's reasonable. That yeah. Some people are paying that for their condos. Yeah, now, literally. Right? Yeah, so it was reasonable, and um, yeah, it was like I can't remember the square footage of the store, but that's how I started off. And a lot of people are intimidated by brick and mortar. Brick and mortar, mm -hmm. but they can be affordable. They can be affordable. They can be um, attained. I think it's just make sure you get the right size space, the right location. It needs to be placed right. Yeah. It needs to be priced right. Okay. All the aspects need to be correct when okay. you're when you're getting this. Just like how when you're moving into a, a place. Yeah. Same way. Just make sure everything's right. That okay. was the lesson that I learned from Sherway mm. and Hamilton okay. because Sherway wasn't the right location and it wasn't the right price. Mm. Hamilton wasn't the right location and it wasn't the right price. Okay. And so when it's not the right, when everything is not correct, things, you know, those things happen. Yeah. So yeah. Makes sense. Right price, right? Everything, <laughs> everything fit. Puzzle has to fit. Would you, um, I'm not sure if you would have knowledge on this, but let's say, I was a t-shirt brand. Would you invest in maybe the mall's kiosk? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Think, you think that would work same as thing. well? Yeah. Same concepts? Yeah. Same concept. People are walking by. Yeah. Um, if you don't have to have, like, if you're not a brand that you have to have, like, a change room or something like that, absolutely. Why not? Okay. I mean, I think it, yeah, those kiosks do great. Okay. I've seen kiosks and they're there forever. And they <laughs> yeah, love it and they love life. And they're like, yeah, we live in, we're paying like kiosk rent, but we're still selling yeah. like to the same amount of people that oh, are yeah, walking through the hallways of, yeah. as you. So if, it, if anything, they might get more because they're right in the middle. Yeah. So why not? Interesting. Why not? So I know you said you've been working on your online presence. Um, you have an email list, I'm guessing? Yes, we do. Talk about the importance of your email list and how frequent you are selling on your email list. Um, so I think 
more i think the better word is like your customer base okay yes yeah and so a customer base we've been building that from the beginning Mm -hmm. from the beginning we always would ask the customers name email phone number yeah um and so we have uh, a like a a membership program okay so you can be a loyalty member or a vip member okay if you're a loyalty member it just means you're in our system we we track your purchases um every 20th item is free or 39 dollar value off um so we've just built it over the years. That's game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now we have an email list okay. that we will like, so we'll send to those people. Okay. Anytime anything's happening, sale, new arrivals, anything like that. Super important. Super important. To be honest though, I don't care for the emails yeah, as much it's anymore. It's like, and, and like, like are you SMS as well or no? Text messages yeah. for me. Okay. Text, Fair. Text blasts. Like, we use our phones. We have our phones. We're going to open it. Yeah. They're going to open it. And if they don't, yeah, some people might not. But the conversion... Is way higher. Way higher. Way. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm still for the emails, but I feel like people ignore. I ignore emails all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, why would people... But, you know, people, I guess, are different. Everybody's different. Um, so I definitely say text. Text okay. is more expensive too. When it's more expensive, yeah, it probably it's usually works better. better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Text is more expensive, but I think it's best. Um, but email is great too. Mm. And um our conversion rate for the emails is is pretty good too. Um, not as high as the text. Yeah. But um it's important. You need a customer base, you need community, you need you need that they need to know what's going on. Like yeah. our customers, I feel they just want to know when we get new stuff and okay. like when the sales are going. Okay. So build a customer base okay. from the beginning. We have a customer base of like, I'm proud. We have a customer base of like maybe 15,000. 15,000. That's good. That's good. Yeah, My email is like 400. <laughs> but the text bill, the text, the bill yeah, is yeah, not yeah. good. It's, no. it's high, okay. but it's, it's just, that's like five, almost five years of collecting true data constantly yeah yeah always like every purchase we ask are you a member do you want to become one Mm -hmm. some people don't but like for the most part people do okay so we'll have their info to be able to reach them okay amazing because i guess that customer retention is super important too yeah and the analytics for that is super important yeah our um our return customer is about 50 percent of our business oh that's that's yeah yeah, so that's important super important so what are incentives i know you said uh their 20th um order they'll get something free under 39 dollars. what are some other incentives that you've tried out or you're doing now um, so we have the loyalty membership. It's free. So okay. it's just a, essentially for you to become a part of the customer base. Okay. So we track your purchases. So if you have any need to exchange, return, it makes the process easier. Um, and then you're just, you, you're kept informed. Okay. And then every 20th item, you'll get $39. You can get a $39 item for free or okay. $39 of value okay. towards an item. Okay. Um, so those are pretty much the perks of the loyalty membership, the VIP membership. <laughs> now, if you're a VIP member, um, you get a little credit card. Oh, really? Yeah. You get a little credit shop, 20 credit card. Okay. Wow. That's sick. Um, it's, um, so for a year, it's a yeah. one year membership. It's $20 or depending on your purchase, yeah. we discount it. The higher your purchases, the cheaper it becomes. Um. So if you spend Two hundred dollars. Yeah. It's free. If you just get it on its own, it's twenty dollars. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's the memberships. You get ten percent off every time you shop with us, no matter what. Even if we're having fifty percent off, you still get that ten percent. Uh huh. Um, your birthday week, 
you get 40% off. Oh, wow. You get free sunglasses because our sunglasses are our best seller. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like yeah. such a weird, weird product to be. <laughs> but yeah, sunglasses, people love sunglasses. Um, you get, so your 20th item mm -hmm. is always free. Okay. Yeah, and this is item. Mm -hmm. So people get it really quickly. Like the amount of free items we be given, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. great. Because birthday you weeks are coming it. every week. Yeah, but even more so for the 20th because every 20th item you buy with us, yeah. you get for free. Mm. So, but some people buy like five at a time. Oh. So they'll like every, like maybe three, four visits and they get a free item. Oh, that's cool. So it's nice and yeah. they love it and, and they deserve it. If you buy 20 items, yeah. you deserve a free item. Okay, that's good. So um, there's that. Um, I I think that's pretty much it they get there's they're kept updated 10 percent the free item the birthday perks mm -hmm. um and then you know just the experience like when you're a vip a vip member and we understand that it's like hey <laughs> hey girl yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. yeah yeah definitely like loyalty programs and stuff like that i think they're important they build community they build that your customer base up more yeah and i mean i mean like you know kind of you have to pay for it yeah, so yeah. it's like but it's give and take for, yeah it's give and take because at the end of the day you're getting those discounts exactly um but i mean for us i guess technically like we'll collect that money at first yeah for the card oh yeah true is, makes sense you know, yeah okay so uh the last two questions i ask every guest on the show <laughs> so i, I want to know the number the sorry the first question is what is the best advice that you've received and what is the worst advice that you received and you don't have to say any names <laughs> the best advice mm -hmm. the best advice that i received i received it a long time ago but mm -hmm. it's making sense to me now as i'm older and i feel like it's applying to me more um the best advice I received is, you know, it's a good thing to be the odd one out. Elaborate on that. Um, so I think like, you know, people are so focused on being like accepted and like everybody else. But mm -hmm. it's like the most successful people in the world are weird. Yes. And like yes, I agree. odd one out. I agree. And I think that you know, I'm learning to embrace, I feel uh, like the odd one out yeah. sometimes. and Embrace your weirdness, because yeah, we, we all have it. Yeah, I'm learning to embrace it as opposed to seeing it as a bad thing. Mm. Before, I'm like, you know, like, why this and why that? Okay, like, I just didn't understand it, and mm -hmm. it was a bad thing. But now I'm I'm embracing my oddness. <laughs> and um, I would encourage everybody to embrace if you feel that way, it's a good thing. And it can be channeled towards good. And if I'm going to make it up to where I want to make it to, I am going to be the odd one yeah. out. And not everybody is going and to have experienced what I've experienced or do what I'm doing. Yeah. So I would have to be the odd person out. So fair. I'm embracing it now, to be honest. Okay. I'm the odd man and I'm it. So <laughs> amazing. I, that, you know, for anybody else, because I know I'm not alone in that, you know, feeling like just separated or different or, you know, embrace it. It's a good thing. Okay. It's okay. a good thing. And the worst advice that you ever received? <laughs> hmm. Have I gotten bad advice? We all get bad advice. We don't have to take it. Um, could be a bad deal. Someone tell you to take a bad deal or not to do something in life. Yeah, I think the worst advice would be 
just the people who, you know, you know, when I told them about what I wanted to do, they were scared to take risks. I think that's like a family thing. They always, I think it's out of love, but it is bad advice. Yeah, it's a family thing. And it's like, it's out of love, but it's like, it's like you, it could deter you from doing things. Absolutely. And, um, or it sets you back Mm -hmm. and it, you know, the process. And yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that because the way people are making money these days and do the things that they're doing it's just so different. There's yeah. so many different ways to make money. Yeah. So I honestly have to say, like, I think the worst advice was like not like, you know, continue doing what you're doing. Like yeah, continue working and save and you know, and it was just like not take that leap of faith or mm-hmm. you know, you can't mm-hmm. or how are you gonna survive or mm-hmm. whatever. I think that was kind of the worst advice, even though it was out of love. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, because look where I am now. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm happy I, I took that advice. And I think it's like that conservativeness, which a conservativeness is good. Mm-hmm. It is good, but you have to take risks mm-hmm. and money makes money. I agree. Yeah, I agree. you have to spend money to make money. Also, I've learned things that are cheap usually aren't good. And you will usually down the road find out why they were that cheap. Things that you have to spend money on mm-hmm. usually worth it, and that, yeah, that yeah. So I'm gonna say like, you know, I'm cheap, yeah. so like <laughs> I like the cheap things, and I like when I don't have to spend as much money. But sometimes spending that money is is what needs to be done, and it's worth it. Okay, yeah. Going back to your slow down as like the worst advice. What I think too is that a lot of our parents are from abroad or overseas, yeah. so they are all, all they were actually sold a dream to come here. Right. So to work, go to school, have have a family and that's it. Yeah. So that's why I think they tell us that advice, because that's all they uh, they know. know. That's all they know. Yeah. So when we talk about entrepreneurship or we want to do like something that's artistic, they're like, what the hell is that? And how can that make money? So I I get it. But I think it's up to our generation to uh, push the narrative and be creative, tell our young ones to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is why I'm like to anybody out there, like do it. If it makes sense, do it. But I will say this. I don't like businesses and I don't really support businesses that are too common or cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. I think it's super important that you're filling any successful business that I've witnessed. Yeah. They're filling a niche. Uh, And they're filling a problem. Yeah. Yeah. They're solving a problem and they're filling, they're doing something or providing something that nobody else is doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to do that. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to be another so-and-so. Yeah. Like come up with something or do something that's, that's different. That's not being done. That's, but also solving a problem. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. And the last question. So on the show, we like to make predictions. So in five years, I want to say Samantha did say she was going to do ah, that. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, so no, I'm going to say it because I'm going to look yeah, back at out, this yeah, and put I it out there. better, I better. It's be a viral clip. I better be there. <laughs> I better. Um, so with all of our missed, like our, you know, the, you know, clothes, we went to Bramalee, clothes. We went to Pickering, closed that. We went to Oshawa, we went to this, closed that. Mm-hmm. So the direction now is strategically placing ourselves at Shop 20 
um, in a geographic sense. Mm. So I want to start. So I just I, I I'm we're covering the GTA very lightly. Yeah. Just because that's where the brand's from. Yeah. And then I'm moving on out. Yeah. So I want to start. So in five years, LA, there should be no. <laughs> I'm not this okay. America, I'm coming for yeah. because the capitalism there is unreal. Yeah. It's like ching 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 yeah. doesn't stop, doesn't stop. Yeah. And the amount of people there versus here is yeah. is crazy. Yeah. But first, before that, um, and I think Canada needs it before the U.S. Okay. Um, you will see a shop twenty in Ottawa. Oh, you will see a shop 20 in Montreal. Mm -hmm. You will see a shop 20 in BC, in Alberta. Amazing. Maybe Halifax in Nova Scotia. Mm. Maybe up there. But you are going to see Calgary. shop 20. Yeah. Cover Canada first. Okay. Um, and you're going to see shop 20. Shop 20 will be, I guess, this nationwide. Is nationwide. Yeah, nationwide. Nationwide. In five years, shop 20 will be nationwide. And in 10 years, Shop 20 will be throughout the States. Okay, okay. So that is what I am declaring right Lit. now. I have a question. Have you ever thought about consulting? Like either brand like brand consulting or... No. Why not? You have so much information. You can sell that. I don't know. No. I know. And I, I'm like, not yet. I just feel like I got free game. Really? I would pay for this game, literally. Honestly, <laughs> no. I feel like... If I'm going to consult, I have to be a master of my craft. You are, though. Okay, let me let me give you an example. For example, I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to teaching, they think that, like, let's say a process is from A to Z, all right? I feel like a lot of people think they have to be at Z before they start teaching. Yes, but that's if you're, me. But if you're at C, then you can help the people get through A and B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Okay, fine. Right? I actually have nothing to say to that. Because <laughs> um, I believe that I should be at Z. Because no. I'm always like, I'm like, so I just you know. saw it the other day. I was like, someone I know is like started um, a business. I'm not going to call it out, but started yeah. a business. And they're already starting to teach. And yeah. it's been like six months. And I'm like, girl, you just started. Where are you going? So, But as long as they do it with integ integrity, as in they, they're selling what they already been through. Yes. That's the, that's the key and, factor. And, and so you actually just validated that. I can't come for her anymore on that. <laughs> um, yeah. No, right now I am. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> Think about okay. it. Okay. But again, I'm that behind the scenes person. Okay. True. So for right now, I'm, I'm still mastering my craft. And okay. when I do come to the point, like if I offer any sort of consulting or whatever, mm -hmm. It's going to be master, 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 like wizard. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be like intense. Like I know what I'm doing. But right now I'm still learning and and discovering and digging into the different like the business of okay. fashion. OK, still. OK. Um, I have a lot of experience for sure. And I could guide people, but not the way I'd want to yet. Okay. I'm still Fair. on my own. Fair. At the end of the day, you do have to feel comfortable journey. teaching. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still on my own journey. I'm not there where I'm like, I'm the master of this shit. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Not yet. Okay. But soon. And, and I will take that, that A analogy. to C. Maybe, yeah, that, that was a good one. That was great. Okay. Yeah. okay so cool. let people know, uh, obviously, where they can shop with your stuff and uh, where they can contact you if they need to. Okay. Um. So you can shop 
at our two locations. Well, I mean, I'm okay. So it's so weird because I'm in a transitioning period right now. And of so, stores? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, when, so when it's are you, like so weird. Well, okay. I'm so like, when are you going to your new store? Or is there a okay, new store? Okay. So <laughs> yes, there could be a new store. There is going to be a new store coming. I'm going to speak it. There is going to be a new location coming. When is this dropping? Um, when is it dropping? Two weeks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so currently right now, I am in the process of... So I would say Scarborough Town Center is our flagship store. So please like visit us at Scarborough Town. Scarborough is where we have every piece that we bring into Shop 20 goes into Scarborough Town Center. So make sure you visit Scarborough. Uh, we have amazing stylists, collection of stylists ready to help and serve um, and style you. And give you just like that amazing experience. Um, website, online. I'm building the online. Yeah. We're working on it. We're working on getting all of the products within the brick and mortar online. So please check out the online website. www.shop20inc.com That's shop20inc.com um, We have an Oshawa location. Okay. Um, I am closing the Oshawa location. Okay. Um, and so hopefully, and, and in the near future, you'll be able to shop at Square One. Jeez! Yes! Right in the So hometown. we're coming to the West End. Because we were we started in the West End. crazy. And the West End is, like, amazing. The West End is amazing. And, like, leaving Bramalee, I was like, oh, dagger. Because the West End is where everything happens. And yeah. people are always going somewhere in the West. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. People are always going somewhere. Like, yeah. in Bramalee, I knew every single party that was happening every weekend yeah, because it was, yeah. like, every, like, you know, it's just the West End has that energy. Okay. So, when finally, that happens. Yes. When, when Square One opens, make sure you check out Square One. And so, we'll have Square One and we'll have Scarborough. We'll have one in the East, one in the West to check out. And then we'll also have the online website for anybody who can't get to any of those locations. So, yeah, okay. that's where you can find us. For me, if you, again, I'm in the background. But <laughs> Don't bother if, me. <laughs> leave me be. Let me do what I'm doing. But if you need to get a hold of me or you would like to contact me, um, my Instagram is Sammy Big Dreams. Um, or you can email me, sammyensemble at gmail.com. Our Shop20 um, Instagram is Shop20Inc. Um, our TikTok is Shop20 Inc. Everything mm. is Shop20 Inc. So um, for anybody, any models, any influencers, any potential brand ambassadors, if you're interested in working at a location, um, just customers who are wearing a product, you want to tag us, let us know. You can contact us in any way. Instagram, TikTok, email, come into the store. We'd love to see you. <laughs> um, yeah. Just shop 20 ink and you'll find it. You'll find us. Okay, amazing. First of all, I want to thank you for coming. Thank you for because having me. Because I was even, I, I was telling Damien earlier, I'm like, this is a selfish episode for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to make sure I get a lot of like. I know when you said that, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a selfish in, uh, episode because I do want to start to sell some merch on a bigger scale. You should. Right? You and, should. Um, this concept is honestly like. Thank you. Can I have can I have a second yeah, to Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so the con okay, first of all, the name in itself is awesome. Yes. Um and the concept is amazing. Thank you. Okay. Um 
I don't know if I saw it on, if you said it or if I thought it, but I was like, you know, it's so true. Like, I feel like black people, we want to be athletes. We want to be singers. We want to be rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, there's so many black people who are doing black entrepreneurs that are doing different things. And the businesses that I know of Mm -hmm. that are making amazing money and doing amazing things are people who are solving problems that people don't want to solve mm-hmm. or in fields that people don't want to touch or don't even they're not even thinking they're not about even it. thinking of it yeah. so it's like please continue to shine light on these people Thank it's you. honestly incredible that's why you're following and yeah. everything is going the way it's going for you, you because you're doing something that and you're highlighting things that people don't typically highlight highlight thank you so it's great it's great it's an eye opener like i said i watched some of your podcasts and i used somebody that i saw on your podcast like just for myself Ah, so and i wouldn't have known that it existed if i didn't see it yeah so you're it's it's working thank you appreciate working you're doing what you're supposed to be doing we need use thank you so um, i i commend what you're doing it's amazing and also and when you get more game feel free to come back (laughs) (laughs) come back anytime honestly Um, (laughs) absolutely i appreciate in five years i become i'm coming back and make sure that what i said is actually being executed so for sure thank you Appreciate Absolutely. It. Thank, Thank you. you. It was good to have you. It was good to be here. Jeez.